everyone. Welcome back to New and Approved. You're tuning in on Sin. And my name's Anika. Thank you so much for being here. And that track right there was Full to the Brim with Baddie Energy. And ironically, it was called Bad. It's by a really cool recording artist, producer, and songwriter based out of Sydney here in Australia. She's of Lebanese and Syrian descent. And for fans of Keanu Day, Doja Cat, Eric Bellinger, Coilerae, and one of my favourites, Georgia Smith, this is an artist who is giving all of that and more. She uses a combination of her past kind of life experiences as well as her girl boss energy to formulate her tracks and her music and body of work on the whole. And the artist who I'm joined by today is one that you should definitely not be sleeping on. I have the absolute pleasure of being joined by an artist who is as sweet as her name suggests. It's Lolly. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be with you today. Same. I'm so excited to chat and sink into um, Convo, all about your your life and music. But Lolly, I want to like kickstart the chat with a very serious question um, okay. because obviously your name is Lolly. And when I first read it, I yeah. was like, okay, it's giving sweet. It's giving lollies. Um, and I want to <laughs> know, like, I don't know if they did this in Sydney, but in Melbourne, they definitely did this. So like around the time of like primary school uh, days, I guess, when you would go to a, a party, you would always leave with the lolly bag. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they did that in Sydney? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes. <laughs> okay, amazing. So I want to know, Lolly, if you're like, let's say, take it back to like your eight-year-old B-Day. Um, what is your okay. B-Day looking like? And most importantly, what is in your lolly bag? <laughs> well, my eight-year-old birthday is actually a significant one because I remember it vividly. Wow, okay. Don't know why this was very random that you said <laughs> eight and that's like one of my favorite birthdays oh my god I had everything like Disney princess themed and this was before I kind of went through my tomboy era where I was just not I went through like a little goth tomboy era as well so I was like not having the anything you know dresses or anything like that so I was like Disney princess I had a pinata I was chilling with my friends we played with play-doh uh yeah and what was in my lolly bag Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Definitely the, hmm, the, um, what were they called? The, uh, the clouds, the red clouds. They were a hundred percent in my lolly bag. You're giving a really weird face right now. And I want to know why. <laughs> I'm trying to envision it. I, at first I thought like the strawberry, um, oh my God, I'm so bad with lo- lolly terminology. Like the strawberry, um, <laughs> the white and like red strawberry kind of Oh yeah, things. yeah. What are they called again? I forgot what they called. But, uh, <laughs> Strawberries and cream. Yes, that's what I originally 100%. thought. Yes. It was definitely more like a, an Allen's party mix, okay. I reckon. Vibes. And like a bag of chips or something. Like my mum always made the best lolly bags. Yeah. With the edible um necklaces as well. They were my favorite. Stop. What a throwback. Oh my god. What a vibe. Honestly, big vibe. The kids today would never know. <laughs> would never. Would <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love that. And also, I feel like with the pinata, you could get lollies from the pinata, put it in the lolly bag. I remember stuffing it. I love it. I don't remember what we put in there, but we stuffed it. And my mum yelled at me because (laughs) I had prior to the birthday, because I had put the unwrapped lollies in there, like just normal off the party, out of the party mix. She's like, in her Arab accent, I can't really replicate (laughs) it, but she was like, no, don't do that. I don't know if that's like, don't do that. You have to make sure they're wrapped. Full swearing at me in Arabic. I feel like that's like any ethnic kind of child growing up. They they would they would relate. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my god, I actually love that. 
Um, hey, speaking about like, I guess your your childhood, your upbringing and all that kind of thing. I want to get down, I guess, to the roots of you as an artist, um, yeah. Molly, because I wanted to like find out about your name. But then I realised that your yeah. name is actually a nickname for your actual name. It is a nickname. Yeah, it came from um, my childhood nickname. My my birth name is Lillian uh, and I got Lollian growing up by my sisters and my cousins. And then it just turned into Lolly. I love that. So that's me. Yes, that's very sweet. Um, I yeah. love that. And I guess no just... pun intended, right? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to continue saying that. Oh God. <laughs> no, I love that. And I guess just like in relation to, I guess like your musical journey as like a, as a musician, obviously as well. Yeah. Um, you didn't always start off as a singer. Um, you started off actually on the piano. I guess that's tell fair. me tell me a little bit more about your kind of uprise as an artist. Yeah, I started um I started playing classical piano when I was a kid, probably around the age of seven. And from there I just really did not like it, to be honest. I hated classical, I would cry, I never wanted to practice. But I found a love again um for music when I was an early teen, maybe my preteens, and really wanted to focus on composition. I wanted to be a film composer and just work on lots of orchestral stuff. Um but then I, I really I had an injury when I was a kid with my hand and when I decided that I wanted to be a songwriter, I realized I needed to look at my voice as an instrument and learn how to sing to be able to produce the best demos um, of the songs that I was producing when I realized I didn't want to be a film composer anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah so couldn't really play piano. I still haven't been able to play properly. I just did my hopefully final surgery on my hand. so. Hopefully I can start playing the keys again, but my voice has really become my priority as an instrument. And I'm so grateful for whatever I've gone through with my hand and my musical journey to end up where I am right now. Yeah, no, I love that. That's a really lovely sentiment. I feel like everything kind of happens for a reason. Do you feel as though like um, you've kind of experienced this like injury in your hand, particularly because you feel as though it was your calling to use your voice as your instrument? Definitely. I, I started singing... Uh, just because, you know, I was producing music and I was focusing more on like the songwriting aspect behind the scenes. And then I had a flare up with that said injury, like what, 10 years later. Mm. And then that was about a year in after deciding I want to take songwriting seriously. So this flare up about five years ago caused me to focus on my, my singing and my voice and kind of, I started out rapping before I was singing, like just rap. Yeah. And I, you know, found my voice and found my my genre and my style and I've created kind of my own genre now. So that's really fate. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, right timing, right place. Things happen for a reason at its prime, you know. Yeah, I like like I guess just on another like kind of level, I feel as though like when you're going through different health conditions, um, mm. like it can almost feel as though you've got two worlds going on, and sometimes like you're trying to work towards something, but you feel as though there's something like holding you back in a way. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. how did you navigate that kind of internal kind of like struggle? Just through a lot of learning more about myself and getting to know myself, and you know, starting out as a young woman, we don't really know what we what we are or what we want to be and who we want to be. So just, and that was actually like the pandemic was a good Mm. time for me to sit and reflect and get to know myself. And I was able to learn the art of balance through the different passions that I had, the different things that I loved, spending time with family or 
you know, sitting in my room and writing some music. I had to learn how to balance even the simplest of things like that. Um, and that's really what helped me navigate those, those struggles and the things that I felt were holding me back. I realized were just the, <clears throat> I realized they were just literally not meant for me. Like the things at that point in time were not meant for me if I was being held back from getting to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I really just stumbled on my thoughts. <laughs> no, that totally makes sense. And I feel like everything, like, cause I'm a big believer, Lolly, in the fact that like everything happens at a specific time for a specific reason. And you find kind yeah. of like light for different things and like things resonate at different reasons at different points in time because of a specific reason. So I feel as though yeah. like, yeah, like things pop up at different times. Um, that yeah that's that 100 it yeah it makes sense 100 percent um yeah. yeah so would you say like the kind of pandemic really allowed you to explore yourself like as an individual and as an artist as well 110 percent. i used to set uh i used to separate my artistry from my daily life mm. and then i realized no and my artistry is just an extension of who i am as an individual as a person as a woman so i'm going to express that and i'm going to use that to my advantage to express who I am uh and the the pandemic allowed me to sit with myself and really kind of create my own sound with the help of some mentors that I had some other songwriters and just realize what type of music I want to be writing and what type of songwriter I wanted to be in addition to what kind of artist I wanted to be so. yeah yeah. No, I yeah. love that. That's really that's really lovely. And like I feel as though like I want to talk a bit about your um creative process as well. Um cuz sure. it's obviously one thing to kind of work by yourself and kind of do your own thing. But then when you're collaborating with other people, I feel like it's once again you kind of learning more about yourself as an artist as well. Definitely. How did you find like that process? Oh, uh, it's been smooth sailing recently because I linked up with this producer named Jack who is a Brisbane-based producer. Shout out to Jack. Yeah. And He's just really helped me find what works for me and what doesn't. So I, I produce my own ideas and then I send them to him to make 10 times better. And he also has like his own creative input, but collaborating and realizing that two brains and two different outlooks are better than one is amazing. And he knows my sound. Like he knows if something sounds like me, mm -hmm. he, he knows when I send him stuff that I've written for other artists, he goes, but this is, this is you. Yeah. You're putting a lot of you into this right now. So it's it's a distinct sound that I've created with his help and the help of other mentors. Um, and that was just, you know, the beauty of collaborating. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, no, I love and that. You've thankful to him. Yes, I love that. You've spoken about mentors quite a bit um, just in this chat. Uh, like do mentors play a really big part, I guess, in your, in your life? Not so much anymore. They're just people that I have grown to call family that are in the music industry doing really big things and probably have written your favorite songs. So yeah. it's it's good to have people that are where I've always wanted to be as a songwriter and, you know, around artists that I've always looked up to. So it's good to good to have people in your circle who are really succeeding in a way that you want to succeed. Yeah, no, that's something. That's a really beautiful sentiment. And I feel like there's, like, when you're surrounded by those kinds of communities, there's always room for growth. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I like to be the dumbest person in the room. I like to grow from everyone that's around me. 
yeah that's like yeah it sounds yeah i period <laughs> honestly period um i did want to talk about i guess the artist that you do want to be and kind of looking forward um like because you've obviously just released your single bad um tell me a little bit more about how this this track came to fruition this song came together after like crying my heart out because once you start to really focus on where you want to be in life you have to prioritize it and it's that out of balance, but I chose to prioritize my music and I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of support in, in the, um, on that journey. I lost so much support and this song came about by just sitting and crying and realizing, damn, like maybe I'm not good enough thinking I'm not good enough and listening to what other people were saying. And, you know, I had lots of judgment especially because, you know, not many people in my community are doing what I do, especially as a woman. And then I realized, you know what? No, I'm so worth it. I'm greater than what everyone else thinks I am. And I'm, I know where I want to be in life. I know my potential in this industry and like, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) I don't want to swear right now, but you know, (laughs) I'm just going to do it. (laughs) So everyone else can go away with their opinions because I don't care for them anymore. And the the whole catchphrase in this song is like, once you go bad, never can go back. So bad is the opinion. And once I'm there, I can't go back. So it's only up from here, badder and better. Yes, honestly vibes. And I feel like when you start doing stuff like that, you start to realize, okay, who you truly are as a person, but then who's like really there for you in like in your circle? Yeah, yeah. my family have been the biggest support and I can't thank them enough for all the support from my dad yelling at me to not swear as much in my music <laughs> to my mum going, oh, this is too sexual. <laughs> you know oh, God yeah. bless them. I love them. <laughs> I feel like no one's ever going to be as honest as what your family will be. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. My sister's like, mm, you sound a bit off key. Like, Darling, there's enough auto tune on that for me not to be off key, but sure, I'll take the advice. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, honestly. <laughs> I know. Just tell me you hate it, which they do. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Um, hey, Lolly, we're coming to, like, the end of our chat. Um, but I guess just, like, looking forward, um, you've obviously, as I said, we've released Bad. Um, what else is there to come for, like, the rest of the year or, like, near future for you? Yeah, there are a lot of upcoming gigs that I will be posting on my social media as well as lots of new music that I've got in the works and some awesome visuals for Bad dropping in a couple of weeks that really just show that I really am just that Arab daughter at the end of the day. It doesn't matter where I'm performing. That's literally the brief of the music video. So, uh, yeah, check that out. I'm sure you're going to love it. Yes, I'm definitely getting around it. Um, if people want to catch you, what can they kind of type in in the social medias or online? Where can they type in to find your content? Definitely. I'm at Lolly. That's Lolly with an I music underscore on Instagram. And you can find a lot about my life and annoying my parents on life of Lolly again with an I, not a Y um, on TikTok. (laughs) Amazing. Lolly, thank you so much for joining me today. (laughs) 
thanks for having me it was super fun to talk about the song and getting to know you as well yes likewise um hey if you want to catch up on this interview or if you want to keep up to date with new and approved um definitely please do head to at new and approved on your social medias um where you can do all of that kind of thing um but right now we're going to get into another track um on the show you're here with myself anika i've been joined by the lovely lolly here on new and approved on sin and next up we've got there for you by the hollywood waltz enjoy <laughs> 